This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast here on Twitch, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org. I'm your host, Mr. Reese, and with me, as always, the Jason, the banana, the banana, the saltiest of bananas, Ooh. the starting my hair before going video, the babiest of clowns. <laughs> That's going way back. What were some of the other? What were some of the other good ones that we had for you? We had uh, Clown Baby Rock. Well, that's what I came up with. Clown Baby. Raw Dog. The Raw Dogger. Which is funny because that came about because of not what you think. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's been a. It's been a long journey. It's been a cornucopia, a plethora <clears throat> of really, really bad nicknames for the you. The journey of finding myself. Yes. Now indeed. if you're on Xbox Live and you see Lotion Explosion, that's me. <laughs> Believe it or not, someone took a Lotion Explosion. The X. Really? Yeah. Your lotion explosion? Yeah. That sounds more sensual. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, so everybody, uh, welcome. Uh, those of you that join us live, thank you for joining us. It's always fun to chat with y'all. Uh, T6Ted, quick question. Does the ITC still have a unit power level limit? No, we have not for quite some time. I still get that question on occasion. We have not had a power le uh, level limit in quite a while, not since... Uh, chapter approved when they adjusted a lot of the points that were causing the issues. I forget about power level. We honest. are flying across Whoa. time and space. Uh, Mariana's sent us to the we're, Thousand Suns homeworld. We're, we're on Prospero. Prospero. I have the beard to be a space wolf. You would be a Thousand Suns. Uh, what? Clean shaven and knowledgeable. And knowledgeable? Okay, I'll take I'm it. I'm just bearded, angry. I'll take it. Oh, now there's space there wolves. Oh, Ooh, hey, we here go. we go. Uh, so anyway, folks, we got a lot to talk about today. The main topic of the show is going to be uh, chatting about the Space Wolves Codex, which is yeah. big news, exciting stuff. Uh, this is one of the last codexes to get updated in 8th edition, so Space Wolf players have been patiently waiting, and we'll cover that. But before we get there, we do have some news to go over. So first of all, the new Tooth and Claw starter set is available for pre-order this week. If you want to pick it up, it's got all kinds of really cool models. There are some exclusive models in there, including a Space, uh, Space Wolf and some uh, Gene Sealer Colt goodies that you can only get in this box set at this time. Mm -hmm. Very cool, good deal. If you want to pick it up, you can do so from Frontline Gaming at a discount. And we offer free shipping for orders $99 and up within the continental United States. I believe that this box set triggers that by itself. If it I does. Remember, yeah. Yep. Also, the Space Wolf Codex, obviously available. Dice, cards, all kinds of fun stuff for, for people that are fans of the faction. They'd like to pick those things up. Check it out, and there is a Space Wolf's Primaris Lieutenant upgrade kit so that you can make your Primaris Lieutenant look very Space Wolfy. Well, just it's just a Primaris Marines upgrade test. It's an upgrade kit, mm -hmm. right, and then you can make the very cool uh, Space Wolf's Primaris Lieutenant. Uh, he looks amazing. All the lieutenants that have been customizable look great, so definitely want to check that out. So just to give you kind of a preview of what is in Tooth and Claw, mm -hmm. it's Gene Sealer Colt mm -hmm. versus Space Wolves. are all kinds of fun stuff. If you want to scroll up a little bit, buddy. Um, GW has previewed some of the rules. There's the uh, the new Abominant 
or Barrent. I can't even remember. What is his name? It is the Abominant. I thought that was the best name. Yeah, and he's got his little buddy with him. Who's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's, he's checking his oil him. or something. I don't know what's going on. He's, he's telling him what to do. He's like, yes, dude, eat, <laughs> eat McDonald's for a third day, third time this day. What does he care? Yeah, I would eat all the fast food. Have I you wanted. ever done the hat trick where you ate McDonald's three times in a day? I don't think I'd survive if I did that. Yeah. Uh, but they showed the new rules for it, like the power, uh, the new power pick lets you attack with another, uh, gives you another attack, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> they showed off some of the new weapons, like the new power sledgehammer. Nice. and such that these units get, they're quite good. Mm -hmm. um, they got the icon of the, uh, you just scrolled right past it, buddy. Oh. Get on it with the ball mouse, dude. <laughs> That's too fast, I'm just yeah, oh, yeah. around. I can't believe you still have a ball mouse. Bat, 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 get bat. out of here. I'm just hacking. So the icon of the cult ascendant, add one of the strength characteristics of friendly genes to their cult infantry while they're within six inches of the bear. Obviously a really big deal for a melee army with yeah, a, that has lots great. of attacks. It's very good, uh, if you want to scroll down a little bit. Do you think uh, actual gene sealers count as that? Uh, gene sealer, Colt Infantry, they do have gene sealer. Nice. Gene sealers, yeah, pure strain. Not bad. Pure strain gene sealers. Uh, the chosen one, each unmodified uh, hit roll of a six made in the fight phase for friendly aberrant units within six inches of this model, score two hits instead of one. Exploding attacks, obviously it's very good. And then they show off some of the new weapons like the power sledgehammer, which uh, is strength times two, AP three, D6 damage. Uh, damage rolls of one or two count as three instead. So it's basically <clears throat> three plus D3 or it's a three to six damage range, uh, which is extremely powerful. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna be snot knocking the snot out of anything you hit mm -hmm. uh, with these. And these are all part of the new aberrants. And uh, then of course you can see some of the weapons, the new models that come in the kit. Um, you've got uh, Redemptor Dread, some uh, aggressors, intercessors, the, the Primaris Lieutenant. So mm -hmm. very cool mm -hmm. box set, check it out. If it's something that piques your interest, you might wanna pick it up. Of course, consider us as you do get it at a discount with free shipping. Pretty cool. It is. And along the theme of this uh, week's pre-order, we have released a brand new FLG mat. Yes, we are firing these babies out rapid fire at uh, this point in time. Uh, I was kind of gonna allow myself to introduce myself. Mm -hmm. Tag, fire them out rapid fire. Just the rapid fire? I'm a pro, what can I say? That's what they call when you. you've done this 606 times, oh, this. it just okay. comes to you naturally. But uh, the new FLG mat is snow base. It's a really, really cool mat. Mm -hmm. Kind of riding on the heels of how popular Mars base was, we decided to go with that theme and then put it in a different uh, setting. And this time, snow base, and considering that this week's pre-order is Space Wolves, it's pretty appropriate. Yep. This mat would work really well for games uh, with Space Wolves, but it would work for anything else. It's a sci-fi, obviously kind of an Arctic uh, setting. Mm -hmm. It's available in 3x3, 4x4, 6x4, 6x3, and 24x14. All five sizes. Yes, That's and all great. sizes that we offer. And it is a really, really cool mat. It's extremely detailed, mm -hmm. and uh, it would work really well in a uh, science fiction setting such as Warhammer 40k, but it would also work really well for Infinity or Malifaux or mm -hmm. any number of other games. I think in a pinch, you could even make this work for like bolt action too, if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, Warzone. Yeah, Warzone would be really good as well. So, Check it out during the release period, which is going to be from now until September 4th. <clears throat> this mat is available at a discount. And of course, if you wanted to add in something else, like maybe the Space Wolves Codex, another mat, et cetera, you will get free shipping if you hit that $99 threshold. So Las Vegas Open 2019, we have some more events added. We actually have more that I'm still just hammering out the last details with the TOs, but we did want to let you all know about some of the exciting new events that we've added to the Las Vegas Open 2019 lineup. The big one is Warhammer 40K Kill Team. We had so many people asking us if we were gonna do a Kill Team tournament. Yep. 
Uh, the answer is obviously, yeah, of course we want to do it. The TO have initially wanted to do combat patrol, but uh, kill team is just red hot right now. And uh, we decided we wanted to just focus on that. But uh, obviously the TO has never run a kill team event before because the game just came out. Mm -hmm. So we had to kind of sit on it a little bit. And basically we're taking a look at what Nova Open is doing. Um, they were really intimately involved with the uh, development of the game. And GW wrote a, a, a mission a tournament pack for them. So we're basically just saying, hey, look at this tournament pack. We're going to be doing something very similar to this. And uh, initially we're going to have eventually we're going to have our own tournament pack, too. But uh, we're going to wait until after Nova, see if there's anything we want to tweak. But uh, the big difference, Nova is running pods. They're running a, a lots of small tournaments. We are running one big mega tournament. That's the big difference. And we're doing it on Sunday. It's not all three days. It's only Sunday. That was when the TO was available. And it, it doesn't uh, conflict with 40K champs. Right. There's, and a lot of people are always looking for stuff to do on Sundays anyways. Yep. You know, most of the big tournaments are done or you've been eliminated. You know, um, so a lot of people during the day on Sundays are just kind of walking around shopping with the exhibitors, you know, saying their goodbyes. So, like, this is a good thing. Like, if you are looking for something to do, Kill Team seems seems popular. It's going to be, I mean, yeah. Nova has over 100 people coming for Kill Team. Right. And uh, I, we've already had people buying tickets. We haven't even made the announcement, nothing. People mm -hmm. just found it and they already started <laughs> buying tickets. They have, like, it on, like, Google Alert, like, yeah. Video yeah. Team. So, I, I have a feeling it's going to be really popular and we actually are running out of space for Sunday events. Because the Long War doubles event is at like just shy of 200 players. Mm. And the, the uh, 40K Sunday RTT is like 160 or something. So we are actually running out of square footage for Sunday, which is weird. We normally don't. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you do want to participate in the Kill Team tournament at the Las Vegas Open 2019, uh, we recommend buying your ticket soon. Yep. Because it, I just judging by how many people have already bought the ticket without us... I mean, I put it up last night and they were yeah. already sold. So I was like, how do people even know this was in here? Um, you may want to grab a ticket sooner than later. Yep. We also have a really cool new tournament. This is a game we've never done before. It's Batman, Batman miniatures game. And this is a uh, Batman year one tournament. Check it out. Uh, we do have room for about 30 players. Cool. So if you want to participate, please jump in, grab a ticket. The TO is super pumped. Uh, he's going to be sending pictures of, uh, uh, of terrain that he's making and, and stuff as we go. So that looks like it's gonna be really cool. Never seen the Batman miniatures game played myself, but mm -hmm. the miniatures are really, really high quality. Yeah, they're like on par with like Infinity. Infinity. Yeah. And if we, I rem and we do a lot of commissions for them and they're mm -hmm. just extremely detailed. The 32 millimeter scale too. So it's like, they're bigger than a 40K mini, mm -hmm. which is cool because you don't have a lot of them, mm -hmm. right? Like, and who doesn't like Batman? Batman's yeah. one of the all time coolest superhero, mm -hmm. superheroes out there of, of any um, uh, publisher. So that's really cool. Excited for that. Also, Guild Ball, uh, we are going to be the uh, West Coast National event for uh, Guild Ball. Nice. So make sure to jump in there, grab those tickets. It's going to be very exciting. Um, there, if you notice the player pack, it's missing the schedule. We're still hammering that out specifically. However, if you do want to participate and play, you can grab those tickets now. Uh, the schedule should be finalized in the next couple of days, I would imagine. We did also add Drop Zone and Drop Fleet Commander. Drop Zone Commander is one of my favorite miniatures games. I think it's absolutely fantastic. The company just went through a transitional phase. They were acquired by another company, but they're still out there. They're still putting out rules and minis. And the second edition of the game is for Drop Zone Commander is, is on the way out. Um, if you want to check out a video battle report, seeing the new rules in action, we have one on Frontline Gaming. Nice. Uh, a lot of the changes <clears throat> that they made to the game, I'm really excited about. Uh, you can get in other units transport vehicles, which helps a ton. Uh, you get benefits to finding objectives because there's nothing more frustrating in that game. 
Then when you jump into a building and you just simply never find the objective, you're like, oh, sweet. So now that when you're in a building, you get benefits to it. Um, there's like a lot, it, it's not a total overhaul of the game. It's more of a fine tuning. And everything I've read looks really, they're all changes I would have made if I was in charge of the game. So really excited for that. And then of course, Drop Fleet Commander, some of the most beautiful miniatures out there in the market. Uh, very excited for that. So if you'd like to par participate in either of those games, please jump in, grab your tickets, and we will see you at the Las Vegas Open. Mm -hmm. And last point there that I wanted to make, ever since our Flames of War event became a national event for, uh, for Flames of War, tickets have been selling really quickly. Like the package deal is gone. Yeah. Team Yankee selling really quickly too. So we do have limited space. If you want to participate in the Flames of War Nationals event at the Las mm -hmm. Vegas Open 2019, don't wait because like as soon as that announcement went out, tickets just yeah boom. Or gone. if you know, I mean, if you don't particularly play the game, and you know people at your game store that are just fanatics of Flames of War, let them know about the event. Yeah, it's a big deal, and it's a fun vacation. You come out to Vegas for the weekend, you get to play the game that you love, hang out with people who are like-minded. And our yeah. Flames of War event has been steadily growing. This year, it's going to yep. blow the doors off. It's going to be it's yeah, going to be one of the that we stuff. found. Eric is he great. He just came on like randomly. Yeah, and he has just been so pumped every year, and it's been growing every year. He's a great yeah. guy, and the the terrain is gorgeous. Yep, right, really really fun. They so, come in the day before, mm -hmm, and they Saturday. build all their tables out. It's really cool. Yeah, fifty millimeter scale games look great on mm -hmm. the table. They they really look amazing. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, check it out. And then also, if you are a Warlord Games fan, uh, we do have we're, we're just hammering out the final details. Uh, bolt action, the ticket's already up, but in addition to that, we're going to be on the Gates of Antares. Mm -hmm. We might have the, um, uh, I think it's Test of Honor, the Samurai game. Yeah. I'm very interested in that game myself. I would like to play it. It's 10 models. Yeah, as a weeaboo, I'm like pumped. <laughs> as a person with a replica samurai sword. Yes, and, uh, and some anime body pillows. Yeah. They're, they're, they're classy, though. <laughs> they're, they're historical themed. Good. Good. <laughs> Uh, so if you are a fan of those games, uh, be patient. We should have that hammered out, I would imagine, by next week. Yep. Uh, cool. So Las Vegas Open, really exciting. Also wanted to mention SoCal Open. It is coming up. Uh, mm -hmm. We are all just a couple months away. Uh, ticket sales have started to increase, too, which always happens as you come closer to the event. Mm -hmm. So the 40K Champs, it's going to be one of the biggest 40K events in the country easily. Crazy, and this is year two. Year two. It's already <laughs> dwarfs. It's, it's already much bigger than the BAO. Yeah. Um, I would anticipate we're going to Get fall out. around the 250. Mark wow. would be um, so with attrition at the day of the event will probably be around 220 yeah. something like that 200. Uh, it's going to be a huge event. It's going to be one of the last opportunities to throw up a big ITC score before the Las Vegas Open. Mm -hmm. So if you want to come, please grab those tickets sooner than later. And it's such an easy. It's it's a big tournament, but it seems like a, an easy local RTT tournament because yeah. the parking is directly in front of the place. There's tons of parking. Big bay doors are open. Yeah. You walk in. It's like a big aircraft hangar essentially. Is what it kind of looks yeah. like. Um, it's right. We're near the ocean, within a mile of the ocean. So you have the breeze coming in. It's October in San Diego. It's just like, it's perfect. It is. It's, yeah. su it's such a lovely event, and we're. I can't remember. It's like as the crow flies. It's like 400 meters from the water. You can see it. You can see like you can see the ocean. Maybe not. You from have to like, drive to it though yeah. because the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Is well, yeah, because the, well, there's yeah. a there's a, a state park. Yeah. So there's like also the train. The it's like the it's the estuary goes through there. So yeah. it's like a protected area. So you can't like walk 400 meters you have to go around but you can walk to the you can water try to, i mean it depends on how much you drink but you can try to <laughs> try to wander, wander that way sure uh yeah because there's a there's an estuary that's right next to the yeah. the fairgrounds but it's very it's extremely close to the beach yeah so it's a really good family vacation i know a lot of our friends are coming down yeah. from like norcal from arizona bringing their wives and families they're going to go to the beach mm -hmm. we're going to be playing games 
Yeah, come at out night. a day early, go to the beach, yep. hang out. I mean, you're done fairly early in the evening, so everybody goes out. It's really fun. It, it's yeah. a super fun. Del Mar is an absolutely beautiful city. Mm -hmm. um, there's tons of hotels and stuff around. You can Airbnb, whatever the heck makes mm -hmm. sense for you. So we look forward to seeing everybody. It's going to be really, really fun. Uh, excited about the growth and seeing everybody put up those big scores. Yep. So we have quite a few uh, 40K ITC events coming up this weekend, as there is every weekend. We have two GTs and a major. We have mm. Clash of the Tetons 2. That's in Cheyenne, Wyoming. That's pretty impressive that they got a GT-level event in Wyoming. In Cheyenne. Yeah, which is really cool. <laughs> That's cool. Beautiful. Um, it's That part of the United States is yeah. gorgeous. In the winter, it's a little rough, but yeah. uh, it is very, very pretty uh, up there. And then we also have the Bridge City Open, and that's at the Travelodge Saskatoon in Canada. And, of course, we have a major Siege World 40K major in St. Louis, Missouri. Nice. Very cool. We also have some events in Australia. In Campbelltown, that's the Lords of Sydney 40K Series final. Mm -hmm. uh, those guys are very excited about that event. So check it out. Get your points. We also have some 40K, or I'm sorry, Age of Sigmar ITC events coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, also Clash of the Tetons, too. So you can go get Age of Sigmar or in Wyoming, man. Get, check it out. Get your points. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of other events coming up uh, this weekend. Check it out, get your points, support your local community, and have fun playing games. Current 40K ITC top five, Matt Root hangs on to first place. His lead is getting narrowed significantly. Uh, Mike Porter moves into second place. Mike Porter, what's going on here? He jumped up. He must have just had a big win. Yeah. Uh, Josh Death moves into third. Nick Nonavati drops down into fourth, although Nick did just win War Games Con. Mm -hmm. uh, that that Eldar it's list, right? it's, it is a good size yeah. tournament. So when that score gets uploaded, um, they, they don't use the app. I don't mm -hmm. believe so. They use, um, I think they submit by score sheet. So mm -hmm. it might take a little bit of time, but uh, that's a big one. That, that will probably boost Nick up towards first place. Mm -hmm. That Eldar list he's been playing, man. Do you know what's on that list? Yeah, I do. It's, uh, he has uh, kind of like a, a mixed Eldar detachment with two units of... Um, uh, uh, Shining Spears, a unit of Dark Reapers, uh, Warlock, or no, he has a, a Spirit Seer, um, Yvrain, that's a Yanari detachment, mm -hmm. and then he has uh, a couple units of Rangers, uh, a Warlock, a Far Seer, another Spirit Seer, and, um, and then he has a Dark Elder detachment with an Archon and three Ravagers mm -hmm. for Agents of Vect. Nice. So it's, it's a really good, it's a good list. Um, he has lots of like flexibility, and obviously Nick is an ex arguably the best player of 40k out there. Yeah, and he's been playing the same list, which we've said this over and over again. That is the key to mastering, to becoming like a master of 40k, mm -hmm. to break through to that upper level. Like, yeah. it's a difference between the people in the ITC who are in, I'd say, the top 50. Yeah, compare with everybody else is because you play the same list over and over. You get good at it. It doesn't yeah. matter what you play against because you've done it before. You know exactly what to do. That's, that was when, when I was, you know, winning tournaments left and right. It's been, obviously, it's been a while for me because that's no longer my focus. However, uh, I played one list for years and, like, with minor tweaks. And, like, it, you get to the point where you get to the table mm -hmm. and you're just super confident because there's, there's things aren't surprising you, you know. Yeah. And that, that is really the key. And Nick is showing that, I think, right now that he, he's – this is the list, basically the same list he won the LVO with, mm -hmm. and he just keeps doing extremely well okay. with it. So uh, if you are looking to improve your game, my number one piece of advice is find a list, stick with it. You can fine tune it, maybe adjust the unit size here, pop one in, one out. But if, you know, just because you lose a game and then you don't just totally change your list, which I see people do all the time, yeah. you have a tendency to do that yourself. Mm -hmm. I do. Um, yeah. 
just because you lose a game doesn't mean you have a bad list. It just means you need to adjust your tactics. Right. Um, so that, that, that's my number one piece of advice. Like, like look at what Nick is doing. Stick with the list. He brought it to ETC, something very similar, um, and just get repetitions with it, and you will get better and better and better, far faster than trying to chase the latest you know, net list because mm-hmm. that, that is a moving target. That's always changing, whereas mastering your list is something that's something you take with you. Yeah. Um, or Attic Night Castling. Or Attic Night Castling. Either one of those. House books. Raven. Yeah, either one. Pretty. Pr- that's a pretty Presco uh, army right now. And if you look at the Nova Invitational, like almost half the people are playing that army. Yep. So not a dig on the Invitational at all. Mm-hmm. That's just um, that's people chasing what's hot. So it'll be interesting to see who wins. You yeah. Know? Uh, and then, of course, fifth place, Trent Northington. And then we'll throw a shout out to two of our, our locals. And friends, we had Jeff Robinson in six with uh, Custodes and Nick, or, uh, Nick Gower in seventh, Don Houston in eighth, who won the BAO with a very original list. 40K ITC hobby track, uh, Matthew Bodnarchuk, nice. I hope I said your name right, moves into first place. Jeffrey Merrick moves into second. Nick Gower drops down into third. Lou Rollins in fourth. Antonio Cedeno drops down into fifth. And of course, if you are uh, one of the top in the hobby track and you would like to show the world uh, your army, Please send me pi- good pictures of your army to contact yeah. at frontlinegaming.org. Uh, we had somebody send in some pictures, but they were like, the lighting was really, really off. It didn't do any justice to the minis. Yeah, don't take a picture like on your front porch. Yeah. Like, on a picnic table. Don't put the flash yeah. on your cell phone. <laughs> it just doesn't look good. The flash is the best always. Oh, it's gosh. Like it just flash. washes out all the yeah. color. If you want to see how to take good pictures, uh, GW put up an infographic. Just Google it, mm-hmm. right? It's on the Warhammer community page, and it is just, like an excellent... Step by step, how to take good yeah. pictures. Everybody's of phones these days are—they're good like, enough. Your perfect. phone is good enough yeah. to do it, but you need—you need to have your phone be stable. Yeah. You need to have a background. You need to have good lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that hard to do once you get the hang of it. But uh, we would love to show off your minis uh, if you're uh, ranking really well on the hobby track for any game. Mm-hmm. Please send us in some really good pictures or some decent pictures. Yeah, and we'd be happy to show off what you got. Uh, Age of Sigmar ITC top ten. Joe Cryer retains his first place. Uh, James Thomas, again, holding strong in second. Matthew Jones moves into third. Josh Harvey into fourth. And Stephen Heitchie moves to fifth. ITC hobby track for AOS. Philip Verduzco displaces Laljeet Sidhu, moving into first place, uh, dropping Laljeet down into second. Joseph Halifark? Halifarks. Halifarker? Fakre? That was a good... That was good... Haifakker. I am sorry, I'm butchering your name. I don't know how to say it. Hellface. He jumps into third place, though. Let's focus on that. Yeah. And uh, Josh Lara moves into fourth. John Christensen moves into fifth. So a ton of movement this week. Shadespire ITC, top five. We got Mike Kors, Mike Kors in first. Brandon Ulick moves into second. Matt Everhart drops down into third. Andrew Everhart into fourth. And Jose Josue Ibarra into fifth. I think they're moving up. Those well, Everhart brothers, man. They, they've always been in the top ten. Yeah. But they've just kind of shifted around. So uh, go out there, get your Shadespire ITC points. You know, they always say about the Everhart clan. They, if you want to play the, the, Everhart, the Everhart clans, masters of Shadespire. Yep. And if you do want to come and play Shadespire, you can do so at the SoCal or Ooh. Las Vegas Open. We'll be playing. I'm staff. <laughs> I've only played Shadespire twice. Last year it was funny because staff members, people were taking pictures of all of us frontline gaming crew because we were just, Shadespire just came out. Yeah, well, because 8th so we edition it. is so easy to, there's yeah. so few rules questions. It's just, yeah, as a TO, you get a little it was sho- That was our first big 8th edition one, wasn't it? And it was like shocking. How easy how it is. How little yeah. amount of work it was. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to our topic of discussion. Let's talk about Space Wolves. Mm. Uh, big, big, uh, exciting release. There's a lot of very, very dedicated Space Wolf players out there. Um, 
that is cool, right? Like what do you, what, super Vikings in space. Like what do you, mm-hmm. what is not to love about it? Yeah. So Space Wolves, another uh, power armor release. So it comes with some ups and downs, obviously. Um, space Marines in 8th edition are just a little bit lackluster on their basic stat line. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know a lot of people think Space Marines, like the, the Adeptus Astartes Codex, is bad. I disagree. I've been winning games left and right. Just went to an RTT right. last weekend. Went <clears throat> two and one in the game I lost. Uh, top of turn one, or bottom of turn one, a flyer exploded, hit 10 units, did 21 mortal wounds to my right. army. There's not much you can do. I lost 25% of my army before yeah. I got to do anything. And I was like, okay, and I still not, barely um, lost. Where? So did you like leave a space open that he was able to park it? Because that's he, I played the guy before you did. Yeah. He did the same exact thing to me where I just left just enough space where I was just not paying attention. Again, good players, bad players. Um, le- he flew that thing immediately, landed it, flamed a bunch of stuff with its uh, yeah. unlock flamer, but then I blew it up like immediately. But like, it, luckily it didn't roll six. Yeah. But he did the same thing to me. Where he, had, it's like a, it's like a suicide flyer. <laughs> I had two games in a row where someone suicide flyered me. I blew it up and exploded and yeah. just did wrecked havoc on me. And I was like, it's yeah. like, what are you gonna do? Like, there's nothing yeah. you can do. So like, before my like in my turn, mm-hmm. this thing explodes, and I'm like, well, I'm down about. Mm-hmm almost a quarter of my army before the game has even really begun. I was like, well, this is going to be very challenging. <laughs> uh, he just bum-rushed me with it, mm-hmm. tried to flame a unit, didn't kill anything, but then yeah. it exploded and just wrecked me. Right. And then I still only lost the game by two points, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think that he, was really good. And he's a local, and he's a, he's a nice guy, but I think he needs a new tactic because he did the same exact thing to me, tried to flame something, didn't do anything, and then it blew up. Yeah. Like, Man, you just, you're spending a lot of points yeah. <laughs> to bum-rush people. I had somebody do it with a Xiphon the, the yeah. round before. He'd fly up with a Xiphon. I'm like, oh, okay. He yeah. did actually kill a unit, but then I blew it up, explode the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah. God, this is so annoying. It's like getting hit with 10 smites in one turn. You're like, yeah, sick. This is awesome. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that anecdote aside, yeah. uh, you abs- space rings of any flavor absolutely mm-hmm. can win games. Right. You just have to identify the things that they have that are really good. You need to focus um, your list. You do. A lot of people will take space brains, but they'll, they'll pick and choose a lot of different things. I'd be like, I'm going to have one hunter tank and I'm going to have right, and that doesn't know, a couple predators and I'm going to yeah. have some space marines with a last cannon. You're like, all right. Like, yeah. like you have to, they're, they're specialists. You have to like figure out what your list is going to do, space marines, and then only get units for that specific yep. thing. And you'll so, be fine. Because the, the real, the core yeah. issue and the thing that, that I think frustrates people is that space wolves or space marines in general, any, any uh, MEQ uh, stat line unit hasn't, reflected the backstory of that unit in forever mm-hmm. like a space marine that has one wound one attack uh two strength four shots uh just doesn't compare to like three guardsmen for example is better offense better defense better board control and that's why you just don't really see them right now that's not to say that they can't be good you can make them good it's just challenging mm-hmm. right so the space wolf codex it's getting like kind of mixed reviews in the competitive crowd i think if you're a uh, if you're an open player or a narrative play gamer, you're going to be stoked because it really gives you that feel. It feels like a Space Wolf book, but for the match play community, um, there's been mixed reviews. Some people think it looks great. Some people are, are unimpressed. So we wanted to go in and not really review the codex, but like we're going to point out some of the things that have worked well in play testing, uh, and we think that they'll translate well into the kind of blue water uh, competitive environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Very similar to Space Wolves, Dark Angels, Blood Angels. Um, what you're going to see in competitive play, except for the diehard, dedicated Space Wolf players, which 
I believe you can play a pure space with Army and do fine. Mm -hmm. Like I play pure space Marines and I've won like almost, you know, 75%, 80% of the games I played in in match play. Like I don't lose very frequently. Um, And that's not to say I'm the best player in the world because I'm definitely not. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to illustrate that it's doable. So with Space Wolves, you can do that. Don't, don't despair if you're a Space Wolves player. If like you're reading some stuff online and some, you know, what some dude is saying, uh, the blah, 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 like, don't, don't worry about that. You can, you can go and you can win. Mm-hmm. Now the things in here that are really good, the standout, uh, combos, the standout, um, kind of abilities and such like their warlord traits, as you've probably seen, if you've read the Warhammer community page, the, a lot of the codexes have a misprint. The warlord traits page is wrong. Mm-hmm. So there's a link in the show notes. If you want to check it out, something cool, there's sagas, uh, the Warlord traits are good. They're pretty stock standard Warlord traits. Mm-hmm. But when your Warlord does something cool, like he's fulfilling his saga, building his legend, mm-hmm. it becomes a six-inch aura. So then your Warlord trait is shared by the units. You can get plus one attack, fearless, uh, reroll failed charges, always strike first. Uh, there's a lot of really, really cool stuff. Yeah, so, advance and charge. Advance and charge. Yep. So there's, like, these are already awesome, right? Like this is really good. And your characters are the focus of your army anyway. Which to me feels very much like a Space Wolves book. Yes. Like Vikings were all trying to build their personal legend. That was like a big part of their culture. And this is kind of reflected in it. And I think it's very, very cool. Um, you, with your six inch, you know, pylon, which again, I know there's, it, it catches people off guard. You, if you are within six inches of your opponent's units for Space Wolves in their turn, in their charge phase, you move into combat with them. No, they don't overwatch. Yes, that is the intent. I say that not because it's my opinion. I was wrong about this too. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it worked this way. I talked to the to some of the people at GW who are in the rules department. They said, yeah, that is what they meant. So uh, be prepared for that because the first time it happens to you, if you don't expect it, it's shocking. But the, the, the heroic, heroic intervention. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought you couldn't overwatch that anyways. You can't, but some people people just do not you, It wasn't a targeted it. charge. Yeah. yeah, it just happens. Like, good players, like, mm-hmm. like because it's, it's so non-intuitive. Yeah. Right, like, the first time it happened to me um, on that Notorious game with Jeff, where mm-hmm. I was, like, arguing with him, you know, yeah. passionately. I was like, no, that doesn't work that way. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go talk to the GW guys, and I did, and they're like, no, that's how it works. And I was yeah. like, Because, okay. yeah, I've always, I, and I'm, I, I, you know, say new to the game. Right, because like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of around when you guys are talking about it, I kind of here and there, but I've only really started playing recently again. So I always knew, thought that, oh, you, you didn't, but yeah, a lot of people do get caught off guard. And also the fact that they can't swing at you in close combat. Cause I'm like, yeah, you didn't declare the guys a charge. Yeah, when that happens, yeah. yeah. I mean, melee, like a lot of people have been down on melee in eighth edition, but the thing is, if you look at the best players, mm-hmm. they're winning in the melee phase, typically speaking, right? Mm-hmm. That is where the best players can really display their, uh, their ability because model positioning is super important mm-hmm. wrapping in unit up so they can't leave combat yep. uh denying people attacks like all these things like yeah. that's where ma- there's real mastery at that stage of the yeah. game is in the fight phase frankie is very good at doing frankie's that. excellent like at he it. he will like if somebody has a gun line of vehicles or whatever and they he will run up and just tie up someone's entire army yeah in close combat with placement and and three inch consolidation moves that then get you where you can't shoot it's it's if it it's happened to me a few times and i'm it's so frustrating someone who's really good at placing models to take your units out of the game. Not going to do anything. It's not going to kill you in close combat, but guess what? You can't shoot with like, yeah. most of your army. And that, that uh, taking yeah. away a shooting face from somebody is super important, and Space Wolves are going to be really good at that. Yep. And again, make sure you are prepared for heroic intervention. Make sure you understand how it works. Uh, there is some confusion still, but yes, that is what the rule says and means, mm-hmm. um, and you just need to be prepared. 
Because once you're used to heroic intervention and playing it the way it is intended to be played, uh, you just let your opponent know, like, hey, I, my intent here is to stay more than three inches away from your character mm -hmm. so that you can't jump in and beat me up in my turn. And with Space Wolves, it's going to be much harder to avoid because it's a six-inch bubble. That is the strength. That's, like, the real strength of it. And then, again, uh, you know, if Captain Smash wasn't popular enough, the Space Wolf flavor mm -hmm. of him is going to be incredible because of this rule. He can jump over units, mm -hmm. engage you in combat, kick your butt. Um, he's plus one to hit, so you know with a thunder hammer he's hitting on twos, rerolling ones, and uh, that's going to be something you need to be prepared for. It's going to be really good. Uh, and speaking of which, onto that, there's a combo with um, uh, that exactly what I was just talking about with a, a stratagem that lets uh, your space wolf characters reroll failed wound rolls, mm -hmm. and it is called um, what is it? Can't remember the exact name of it, but I think it's. Well, Captain's Reroll wants to hit already. Seeking right? a Saga. Well, Space Wolf characters, um, and then uh, blah, blah, blah. When, you're attack when you're within one inch of an enemy unit with a greater power rating than your character, which is going to be most units, mm -hmm. you can reroll failed wound rolls. Uh, so, for example, your Space Wolf Lord mm -hmm. with a Thunder Hammer, jump, uh, back. jump back, goes into a Knight, which mm -hmm. is really prevalent. Now you're going to be hitting it on twos because you're plus one to hit, rerolling ones, so you're going to have a 97% accuracy. Now you're going to be wounding on threes. Mm -hmm. um, actually, fours in that instance, but you're rerolling all failed wounds. Right. Um, you're going to just devastate. And then the knight's only getting a six-up save, and you're doing three damage a pop. Yep. And then you can attack again. If he kills you, you can attack before you die. So it's it's really, really, really strong. Mm -hmm. right? Uh, and that's, again, it's that six-inch heroic intervention that's, that's kind of the secret <clears> sauce <throat> um, that'll give the Blood Angels a run for their money. Yep. I still like the, the basic Adeptus Astarte Smash Captain with the Shield Eternal, but... Yeah, that's for me. So then there's uh, some other really good combos. Uh, some of the ones that I think a lot of people are already talking about online. Uh, Keen Senses is one of the best stratagems in the game. Uh, it's You choose a Space Wolves unit from your army, you ignore penalties to hit. It, right. It says Trixie Eldar players who's like, I'm minus two. I'm minus like, three. One CP to not be yeah. that. Black. You're like, I'm minus three to hit. You're like, that's cool. I'm going to move and shoot you at normal ballistic. But then they're like, Cabal of Blackheart. You're like, dang it. Yeah. Well, then <laughs> Agents of X is, <laughs> is exceptionally powerful. Yeah. But you're using a one CP strat to try and make right. them burn three. Right. Um, Which is good. Good fair trade. So like just in general terms, though, like here's a combo that writes itself. I'm sure a lot of people have already seen this one. Mm -hmm. Take a unit of long things. Use uh, Cunning of the Wolf. Space Wolf stratagem lets you outflank uh, an infantry unit. It's one of the best stratagems available to any Space Wolf, to any Space Marine army in which, the game. Which we should say, Reese pointed out to me, you can use as many times as you would like. Pre, it's a pregame strat. There's mm -hmm. no limit on the amount of applications. Um, so you put an infantry unit in outflank. It's not quite as good as Deep Strike, but it's still one of the only ways to keep Space Marine MEQ units off the table. Really, really, really good. Mm -hmm. Right? So here's Space Wolf uh, Long Fang unit. Keep it off the table, put, give it five multi-meltas, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, bring it on the table. Uh, one of the cool things about long things is they buff themselves. They give themselves reroll once to hit. So you move on, you pop this strat. Now you don't have a minus to hit. Someone's got a flyer, whatever. You're ignoring that too. You're hitting on threes, rerolling ones mm -hmm. because Space Wolves just buff themselves, or excuse me, long things. And then you pop the um, their strat, which I think it is called... The long thing one? Yeah, there's a long thing specific strat where they can reroll failed wound rolls. Yes. It is called... Something of the eye of the tooth. Something of the eye of the tooth of mm -hmm. the wolf. I can't remember. 
That's the, the wolf's eye. The wolf's teeth. The, the wolf. The wolf's tail. <laughs> it's a one CP. You reroll failed wound rolls, and now you're just—it's devastating, right? Like you pop on. Uh, let's say you took five heavy bolters, whatever the case may be. You're rerolling once to hit. You're rerolling all wounds. You're basically gammoned almost. Yeah. And you don't even need any support characters whatsoever. Yep. Like they just do it on their own. They're self-buffing. It costs two CP. Uh, you have missile launchers, whatever the case may be, whatever you want. You cannot get alpha struck, mm-hmm. right? You only have to look out for things like the Farseer uh, intercept ability. That's one of the few things you have to worry about or other space wolves because they also have that yep. uh, ability. Great, fantastic stratagem. Yeah, it's, it's, and we might as well talk about it. Yep. It's, uh, you have to have a rune priest. Yeah, it's basically if you're within six inches of a rune priest when the unit comes on from reserves, you can shoot it at minus one. Anywhere on the board as long as you have line of sight. Yeah, it's the same as the yeah. Eldar one. Really However, good. you also can use keen senses to ignore that minus one. It's very, very good. Long things are going to be really popular. Again, good. Bring yeah. it back. <laughs> well, it's, and it's because they're so self-contained. Yeah, going back to fifth edition. Yeah. So then you yeah. could take, you know, another example is that you could take uh, three units of long things. Mm-hmm. They all outflank. You drop down a rune priest. The rune priest casts the... Uh, um, Stormcaller, I believe it's called. It's a might. It's a all the units within six inches count as being in cover. Um, yeah, that is Stormcaller. So now they go up to a two-up save, even if they're in the open. And then you can use. Um, uh, Tempest Wrath. You pick an enemy unit within twenty-four inches. That unit is minus one to hit. And then you can pop their strat, which it's a little expensive. It's three CP, cloaked by the storm. <clears throat> Everybody within six inches of the room priest is minus one to hit. So now you just came on with three units. It could be long things or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe one unit of long things, two units, something else. They're all minus one to hit. They're all in cover. And then another key enemy unit is also minus one to hit, which would be minus two, mm-hmm. shooting at you. You guys are buffing themselves, shooting back. So it, it's it's right. really, really powerful. It's really good. I, I like I like one unit of long things just to use all those buffing, the, the stratagems, but also you come on um, with hell blasters, with the assault hell blasters. Mm-hmm. Really good, or just the basic hell blasters because you're um, if you drop a wolf lord, um, with a jump pack when they come on, all of a sudden you know you're shooting their overcharged regular hell blasting, whatever they're called, um, and uh, and re rolling the ones that would kill you. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. I mean, a lot of these combos kind of write themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So, space wolves are going to give you something different, <clears throat> right? Whereas, blood angels can a lot of them can deep strike and charge from reserves, space wolves are going to walk on the table, shoot the crap out of you. Mm-hmm. And then they're good when they get into melee. They're, they're good enough when they get into melee. Like things like aggressors right. are really good with the plus one to hit. They all have power fists. Now they're hitting on threes instead of fours. Um, obviously, your characters, we've covered that. And then you've got some other really, really powerful units like Thunderwolves are extremely strong. Um, you can outflank. Uh, no, the, the outflank is only on infantry. So yeah, they but Wolfen can. But wo- Wolfen can hit like truck, dude. So yeah, one combo that I really like, and this happened to me recently, was the, uh, I don't remember, what's the name of the, the transport? Yeah, they have storm wolf. The storm wolf. Oh, they really should have called it murder wolf. How about the wolf wolf? Wolf murder. <laughs> wolf murder. Wolf pack of one. Yeah. Anyway, so you put that. You put the because um, that can transport long things, or not long things. Um, wolfen. Yep. And you fly it across the board like our buddy the Eldar player did. Yeah. And yeah, it's gonna blow up. But then all of a sudden the wolfen inside don't care, and all of a sudden they're in your back lines and they're just demolishing everything within sight. It's really good. And you're like, oh my god, how do I deal with this unit of, you know, three up invul saves with five up feel no pains. They give other, they buff other units right. around them. Yeah. So uh, the the Wolfen, the Thunderwolves hit extremely hard. Fenrisian Wolves, mm-hmm. they're they're really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
They're they're a little expensive for a chaff unit, but their they their offense is much significantly better than most chaff units. Um, Fenrir's Vim Wolves has two AP one attacks. If I remember correctly, they're only eight points model, and there's all kinds of buffs like you can give them plus one attack. Yeah. Really good for just running out and grabbing objectives early game and just Screen, They're good for screening and yeah. they, they hit hard. Like if you go in, especially if you have like Harold Death Wolf or some of these other characters that buff the the beast and cavalry, mm -hmm. for for the amount of points that you're paying when they go in, um, they hit really, really hard. They can have three AP one attacks each. Yeah. With you know, and then you can give them rerolls and all kinds of other fun stuff. So they're a little expensive for a chaff unit, but it's also something that Space Wolves has that the other units the other flavors of Marines don't right. get. Fast moving um, movement blockers, charge mm -hmm. blockers. Objective grabbers. Yeah. So they're like, I, I, whenever I play my Space Wolves, I still use like 15 uh, Fenris and Wolves. I like to play uh, Brigades. That's my favorite way to play. And they really fill up the fast attack slots well. Mm -hmm. But they are quite good. And then, of course, you also have really cool stuff. Like you have Wolf Scout Bikers now. Scout Bikers are amazing. Extremely good unit. You have, uh, you know, stalkers, not that many people use those at this point in time, uh, and a lot of other uh, vehicles and such. So that's really cool. It opens up a lot of option, options. Yeah, you got all the stuff that, for the most part, um, that you've been wanting to have as a baseball player. Some of, the, some of the other fun ones, too. Uh, overwhelming impetuosity for the blood claws. If you're within one inches of a uh, unit with a higher power rating, you can reroll failed hit rolls for your blood claws. Really good. Uh, blood claws are solid troop choice. They have uh, multiple attacks on the charge. If you take Ragnar, Black Mane, they get plus one attack. Um, they're a, a good, cheap uh, troop unit. Grey Hunters are pretty solid too. Um, they, obviously, they have two attacks. They have a Chainsword and a Bolter, mm -hmm. which is uh, pretty unique. No one else gets that anymore. And then they have a, a Stratagem True Grit, which you can use on anybody. It makes the most sense with uh, uh, Grey Hunters or Intercessors. But you can shoot your um, bolt rifles, bolt guns, or, uh, auto bolt rifles, or bolt carbines as if they had the Pistol 2 type. So when you're stuck into combat on your turn, you shoot your guns twice and then you punch twice or more mm -hmm. if you're a, a Primaris. So it gives you, it really, really, really increases your offensive output when you're in melee. Yeah. Uh, again, mm -hmm. they're not going to go in and be like the top melee unit in the game, but it's like, it really helps. It also gives you an incentive to take a full-size unit, mm -hmm. you know, because you get 20 shots and then you get 21 attacks with the sergeant. So um, there's lots of fun stuff in here like this that I think that the Space Wolf player is going to get a lot of enjoyment out of using. Um, those are kind of the main ones that I wanted to cover. Did you have any you wanted to talk about? No, I think we covered everything that I really like about it. It's a good solid codex. You know, I think you're going to yeah. see a lot of people using it in, with guard and other ways to get the CP that you kind of need. Yeah, they're CP hungry. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, 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 like you said, it can run as a standalone easily as well easily yeah. they have they have the tool they have, a, they have everything you need for close combat range shooting they can deal with knights yep they have a lot of good weaponry long-range weaponry for that kind of stuff they have board filler units they tons they have, of ways to, to improve their hits and wounds and yeah they have ways to stay off the table which is really important mm -hmm. right like if you are facing that castle and you find yourself going second well you just put your best units off the table yep and you don't have to worry about it yeah so it's 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 a really good book i think again the way you're going to see it played competitively the most frequently is you're going to take uh, sort of your, you know, your your imperial detachment that gets you a lot of command points. Uh, you're going to take maybe you know whatever else you want, perhaps a knight. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I think you'll you'll most commonly see is the part of your army that gives you lots of command points, and then space wolves are going to take 
like they're going to pick those those units that they think are the best mm-hmm. and they're going to probably outflank all of them right yeah. like i could see you know three heavy supports one rune priest yeah with a jump pack so that it can deep strike maybe another wolf lord mm-hmm. with a jump pack and then you have your units come on the table they drop or down battle leader one little group with a jump pack right? gives you reroll ones to, to wound yeah. and then i think that's gonna be really common or you're gonna see things like the thunder wolves or the wolf in mm-hmm. um but if you are a dedicated space dedicated space wolf player, I, I genuinely you've got everything, especially you with work. all the space brain units that were ported over. Yep, yep. Yeah. And you have a lot of cool stuff. And like the scout bikers are amazing. Like I, I've, you have Santa you, Claus. You do have Logan, Papa Logan. Uh, but let's jump into the chat and see what questions they have, because I'm sure there's probably quite. It's gonna be few. RVD one of a kind arguing with somebody. Oh yeah, RVD one of a kind, my main man. If you're out there, He's like yeah, but Mortarian's terrible. If you're out there, RVD one of a kind, <laughs> I just want to let it be known. You've been saying how it's impossible to win with greater demons. I went four and one at a GT with Scarbrand, and the game I lost is I clocked yeah. out, and I could have, I definitely could have won that game. Well, so. I know the Thunderfire Cannon. That is a strictly can, um, Space Marine Sardis like. There's you know, a couple that's, things that's not for Blood Angels or Dark Angels. There's a couple things that are like uniquely Space Marine, and I'm cool with that yeah. because you do want them to have their special stuff like mm-hmm. Centurions, Stern Guard, who are really good. I know I'm one of the few people that actually plays them, but they're really good. Yeah. Uh, Thunderfire Cannon. Those are kind of like unique Space Marine. Centurions. Things. Centurions. Mm-hmm. Centurions need a price. They need a price reduction. They're too expensive right now. Yeah. Uh, do you think Space Wolves are going to be CP dependent and therefore encouraged to take uh, CP battalions, rip crew? Yeah. yeah. Space Wolves are CP thirsty. You which is you're not going to see a lot of Space Wolves with Knights. I don't think. I don't think so because the Knights also want CP unless yeah. you're running not the Castle and maybe you're running a Valiant. Right. Or maybe you're running a gallant because mm-hmm. the, the gallants, they only really need CP for that one turn when they attack twice and do all their crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, Monday Monkey, I really hope for that Thunderfire Cannon. To be honest, I bought two. Yeah. Uh, now I have to. Uh, you just have to make a Space Marine army now. Yeah, just make a Space Marine army, and that's always fun too. Can you use oh Wolf Priest Carl? Thanks for bringing that up. I totally forgot to mention that. This nice. is super fun. An actual question from Carl. Yeah, instead of just <laughs> Wolf Priest Carl just trolling like usual in a funny way. Can you use the Lone Wolf Strat on a Wolfen when he gets all alone and sad? So I'm glad you brought this up. The Lone Wolf Strat is a really unique and cool strat. When a Space Wolf's infantry unit from uh, your army, other than a character, a servitor, or a Wolfen uh, that has been reduced to a single model. You can pop this strat for only one CP. Mm-hmm. That model's wounds characteristics are increased by two and against two wounds against the character keyword, and you can reroll failed hit and wound rolls for the remainder of the game. So he turns into a lone wolf. That would be, That's yeah, and awesome. that does work on Wolfen. Because Wolfen It does not work on, work on Wolfen. Oh, it says no? Specifically. Specifically? Yeah. I didn't hear you say that part. Um, That's a bummer. Yeah, no, well, I, they're good enough. <laughs> this is to encourage that you. That would have been amazing, though. But it's like your last Curry Hunter or, or Blood Claw yeah, or, or Long Thing. But it would have been cool, though. Like, <laughs> It would have been cool. You're right. It does um, work on a Terminator, though. Right? Uh, it would, yeah. Because okay. Lone Wolves can be Terminators. All right. So Terminators are good again, is what you're saying. Some you heard of, it here first. Some of them are. Space Wolf Terminators. Some of them are. You can get, like, I think you can get up to plus two attacks per Wolfguard Terminator. So, like, nice. they, can, they can get a serious offensive punch. A Wolfguard um, Terminator would be a character? Whatever. Uh, JD Esquire, are you guys going to do anything with the Warhammer champions? Um, Mm -hmm. I actually, that off the top of my head, I can't, don't really know what that is. That's the card game. Oh, Warhammer Champions. The Age of Sigmar card game. Is that what it, that's it's Warhammer Champions? I've heard it's selling like hotcakes. We, uh, I, 
We hear that. I don't know. We are. That, it's not produced by G Dog. It's hard to believe. Um, I'm not a card game guy. I just want to. I'm like not in touch at yeah. all with any deck builder games or anything like that. It just never appealed to me. I'm not saying they're bad. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just not. It's, I've never. I tried playing Magic when I was in junior high, and I instant. I played it for like a month, and I was like, no thanks. It's just, just not for yeah. me. Um, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. What about allying in Dark Angels to use the line in the Wolf Stratagem? That would be very fun, Course Wayne. And that's a <laughs> stratagem where like a Space Wolf and a, a Dark Angel like beat each other up and they get better. That's funny. Yeah. It, it would be, that would be fun. Um, I want that on my last long thing, says Monday Monkey. Yep, it'd be really good. Is Sanguinius in the Codex? Axel. Uh, get the Codex mm, and find out. Mm, we're not going to spoil that one. Yeah, you got to get the Codex first. Axis of Entropy, Kill Team mats on the way. We may or may not sure. currently be working on mats that would be appropriate for games like Kill Teams, uh, but there is a, quite a lead time from when we begin working on a project like right. that until we deliver it. Yeah. So if that is going to happen, I would say it's probably going to be in a couple months. Yeah. It is a unique-sized mat. CW Dub, how dumb is the Logan Santa sled <laughs> as a model, in your opinion? It's a really, really technically good model. I just really, really do not like it. It is yeah. silly in it's my opinion. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. I mean, keep Logan Grimnar cool, like just in Terminator armor, like in a dynamic pose. I think you're good. You don't need to put him on a Santa sled. Wolf Priest Carl, what, <clears throat> Reese, what are your secret preps for the Nova, Nova Open? Dice push-ups, mm. lots of Vegemite sandwiches, etc. cetera. Um, I begin my day by making fun of Australians. Well, every day. Every day. Yeah. That's the best way to start the day. And I have a book that's just 1,001 Australian insults mm. against Australian people. Yes. Yeah. My favorite. And then uh, move on to... Dice push-ups, though. I don't like that, no, you, put, you put five dice down. Ooh, on your fingers? Yeah, and yeah. you put your fingers on. I'm adding that to my, my regimen. Yeah. So then I, uh, I start my day with uh, a double egg McMuffin meal from McDonald's. Nice. Mm-hmm. Just carb load. For the yep, day. extra all the cream I can get in the mm-hmm. coffee. Uh, I don't work out specifically. Got to work on the gamer bod. You don't need to, though. It's gamer fit. Metabolism just mm-hmm. eats it. Uh, I then don't play 40K. No. And that's how I get ready. And by the way, Australians, truthful. Australians, we don't, uh, we yeah, don't it's a joke. You. A lot of people don't get it. We get a lot of, uh, some guys will, and most of them get it. are upset. Most of them get yeah. it. And then every now and then you'll get like, cause my cousin's down there and he's yeah. like, Hey man. So my friends think you guys actually don't like Australians. Like, no, we love Australians. We tend to make fun of them cause they're usually like, yeah, have a good sense of humor. We have a big following for some reason yeah. in Australia. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely don't put on deodorant. GW, no, deodorant. GW. No, no deodorant. Don't brush my teeth. If either. you go to a tournament and you put deodorant on, like you're just saying that I don't belong here. Yeah. I, uh, I actually intentionally don't bathe for like three days. Cause mm-hmm. I, I really want to get the gamer funk strong. I usually wear a shirt that's too small. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you at Nova as well. Griggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're going off the rails here. Does anyone have any actual thunder? Yeah. We're just joking. Space wolf. Uh, thunderous people, what are you bringing to Nova? I'm bringing pure Adeptus Astartes. I, uh, last year I brought them. I made it into the top bracket. I had the second highest strength of schedule in the tournament, if I remember correctly. Um, I was like third, second or third or something like that. And I had pure Adeptus Astartes. Um, and three or four of the people I beat, I was the only people that beat them, and they won their bracket. Yeah. So, and again, I'm not bragging, because again, I'm not the best player ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I did, the point I'm trying to make is like just like i brought a corn army to a tournament last two weeks ago the point i'm trying to make is that don't believe what you read on the internet as uh, don't take it as gospel like you can win with any army in this edition like i went i went with scar brand and like blood letters and stuff with a lot of things that, like corn demons which people think are terrible mm-hmm. and uh 
did, did quite well. And then at Nova, I went in with Space Marines and I um, was in the top bracket, right? Like I was one of the, there was only two players who had pure armies as me and Ben Moley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this year, like, I feel very confident that I can repeat that performance with Space Marines because they're plenty good, right? Yep. I'm just trying to show people, like, you can play what you want and do well. Like, you don't, you don't have to get stuck on – no one has to tell you your list is good. No one has to give you permission to go do something, mm-hmm. right? Like, Don Hoosen just won the BAO with a unit of 10 Terminators, which the day before, everyone would have told him he was crazy. He was going to lose all his games. Mm-hmm. He only had seven CP. He didn't have any battalions, nothing. Like – you, you, you can do what you want, have fun, and win games, right? So that, that's why I'm bringing pure space marines, and I just really enjoy playing them, too. You really do. It doesn't matter the addition, you love those space marines. They're fun. They're you just fun, marines. dude. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah, and it, I'm, so I'm not taking, looking. I don't have any flyers. Yeah. Like, not all the, you know, the, the quote-unquote broken stuff, I'm not bringing it. So it'll be fun. Uh, there will not be a signals from the front line next week. Thank you, Mariana, for reminding me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we're going to be at Nova, so... Yeah, and I don't know how to do everything. Uh, Axis Vinchby says, recently nobody thought those Death Guard Terminators were bad. False, sir. I did not hear one person say that they were good. Well, the, they're like the best of the Terminators. They are, game. that is true. Yeah. That, uh, of the Terminators are clearly the and best. And they worked for his list. Yeah. Um, Axis Vinchby, like, maybe maybe you thought they were good and I accept that. that that's totally cool, but I did not hear a single person saying you're going to take uh, Death Guard uh, Terminators to a... Uh, an event and do well. Um, it, was, it just and the point I'm trying to make is that it, like you can do what you want. Like Jeff Robinson with the Deptus Custodes went to the top table at the BAO using uh, uh, Custodes troops, which I, he and I are like two of the only people I've ever seen actually put them on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, everyone was like, "Oh, why would you ever take their troops?" Turns out they're really good for holding objectives. Mm-hmm. So like the point I'm trying to make is again, trust yourself, trust your opinions, uh, play what you want to play. Don't just try and chase the net list. Because it may not uh, yield dividends for you, you know? And it's cool to win with style anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, any other questions before we jump over to look at some pictures from the FLG Paint Studio? Uh, what time does streaming start for Frankie and Jeff? Asks Dacer Celius. I don't know the schedule off the top of my head. I'm sure that uh, Warhammer Community will put that up. Yeah. But we are streaming, uh, or the team is streaming the Nova Invitational. I think that starts at like 9 a.m. on Thursday. So I would imagine it'll be all day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, uh, Course Wayne, is GW scheduled to speak at Nova? I would imagine that they will be doing a preview. They usually do. Yeah. And then they're going to reveal all kinds of new cool stuff. Yep. Tommy Nick, in your opinion, do you think Wolfen are almost obsolete with the amount of attacks that you give to Thunderwolf Cav? Uh, I obviously understand the Wolfen are amazing. The reason you take Wolfen, in my opinion, is because they buff the units around them. Mm -hmm. They hit like a truck. You can put them in a transport vehicle which is amazing. You can outflank them. I believe they are infantry. They are. I'm 99% um, certain they're infantry. Can Thunderwolves take, like, Power Fists? And, um, they can take Power Fists, Thunder Hammers and, and stuff, and okay. stuff yeah. Thunderwolves hit, like, a damn truck. They're good. They have so many attacks. Um, the fact that Wolfen can outflank and the, and the fact that they can go into one of those flyers and get across the board in one turn, I think, puts them over. The wolf, yeah, I mean, I'm going to assume they're infantry. You can outflank them, right? Which is, that's... Yeah, they are. They are. I can't express how important any ability that lets you keep a unit off the table is like magic. Because there's so, so much in the game, castles, that yeah. will kill something immediately. Yeah. So I, I think, Tommy Nick, I think there's a place for both units. I think it depends on the way you want to play. The cool thing about uh, uh, Thunderwolves is they can literally start on the table and just take it to the face and be okay mm-hmm. uh, because they can, give, they can get Storm Shields. 
They have their T5 with like three wounds. Do they do they get that five up? Feel no pain against all wounds. They uh, you can give them. Uh, there can be a wolf priest nearby that can heal them with the healing bombs. Okay, but the wolfen's ability to actually take a five up against all damage results is pretty decent. Um, yes, I can't remember exactly what how it's worded, but we can. Why not? Why don't we look it up since we're talking about it? Because that's the most frustrating thing. You're like, oh yeah, I did two wounds, and each one is two damage a piece, and they're like. Oh, rolled a couple fives. You killed none. Yeah, you know, I can't remember that off the top of yeah. my head. And why am I not finding them? They should be in alphabetical order. No, they're not. Not no, even no, close. No, but they should be. But they're not. Um, each time you lose a model, uh, loses a wound on a five plus, the wound is not lost. Yeah, which is nice. Yep. And then you attack again when you die. So. I think, that, I mean, they're, they're better. I, I, they're both really good, I right? They're just diff they're different. Um, I, I think you're going to see them quite a bit. Like the Thunderwolves have a lot of attacks. They're uh, they're beefier. Yeah, they're T5, three wounds. You can give them a three up in full save. Mm -hmm. So there, there's room for both, uh, I think. Um, but I think what you'll do is probably focus on one or the other or maybe take two big units. Yeah. Um, what time does streaming start? We already answered that. Frankie and Jeff will be speaking and rapping at Nova. Yep, uh, Mariana, mm -hmm. Jeff, and Frankie will be the stream team at the Nova Open. So that would be really fun. The mustache it had to go away this time. Went off to the land of dead mustaches. I agree with that. Uh, er, Agritas Vitae says, Thunderwolf Cavalry is too weak, strength four, and too slow, 10 inches. Mm. I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Well, base strength four. Well, yeah, but know, if you, you give them a Thunder Hammer, yeah. they're going to strength ten, or eight. Excuse mm -hmm. me. Um, a wolf in our strength 10, though. With yep. Thunder Hammer. Thunderwolf Cav are... They're not bad. They, they, they each do different things, though. It's, not, it's like they're not the same thing. Exactly. So then you get three attacks from the wolf, and then the, the cavalry member is going to have two attacks. And if you're going to take him, you're going to take the buffing character. So you get a ton of attacks from them. Yep. Um, and again, it's just they do different things. Mm -hmm. Try out everything. Whatever works best for your list, and then stick with it. Yeah, and then the wolfen do uh, agreed us Vetus, good point. The wolfen are going to have more damage output, generally speaking. Uh, but they do, they fulfill different roles, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Uh, what's our, our favorite change from Index to Codex with the Space Wolves? The strats, Psyche Powers, Warlord Traits, usual stuff. They're so good. Um, CW Dub, did you have a GW Illuminati, Illuminati meeting to make Jeff a streamer? So you don't have to lose to him. Yeah, yeah that's a good... I had, to, I had to schedule it in before my meeting with the Draco Reptilian Alliance. You never have to lose and the flat to Earth, Jeff again. In the Flat Earth Society. Yeah, you got it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I ever have lost to Jeff in a tournament. And Jeff will never have to come in second again at major tournaments. Uh, MP3, man. The only thing on the book, in, on bike in the books are Swift Claws. That is false, my man. You have Wolf Scout bikers now. Boom. And you also have uh, the attack bike dudes, but... As the great Marco said, that is in your face. That is in your face. Can you make Blood Crushers, crushers work? Asks Rip Crew. You can, but the, the problem isn't that Blood Crushers are bad. The problem is that Blood Letters are so much better, mm -hmm. Right. Blood crushers aren't bad at all. I, I, they're beefy. They hit. They have a ton of attacks. You can make them attack twice. You can focus a lot of, of, of strats onto them. You can get the 3d6 charge out of reserves, give them plus one to their invul safe. So if you want to just take one hard hitting unit, uh, blood crushers are better. But blood letters, in my opinion, for the points yeah. and the fact that they're a troop, they're just better. But in this game, I mean, like everything works. Like if you want to take yeah. blood crushers, you can make them work. Yep. If you like them because they look cool, it's going to work. Yeah. You know, just play the same list. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, do we think Space Wolves will be popular enough for Keen Senses to force other players to, to devalue the minus one to hit? Uh, will they replace Blood Angels and Suplice? So Axis Vinch be a really good question. 
Um, so as the, I think the counter, as Jason pointed out, is that they're going to rely on agents effect, um, but uh, they're going to be burning their CP a lot really quickly because that's only a one yeah. CP strat. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's what they're using it on, you know, it's going to definitely be helpful. It's going to, it's yeah. going to burn through their CP. Like you look at a list like Nick Nonavadis, he does not have that many CP, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's not a ton. So uh, if they're, if they're, if, if they're using that to try and slow you down, um, that's, that's going to really start to hurt after a while. So, uh, Ask we'll poach or whatever. Um, last cannons are good always on everything. Um, so if you're playing space wolves, you're going to, you're going to want, uh, to do the outflank with the multi melters. I think that is going to just, you t- if you get somebody with their pants down, well, the, the reason why the multi melters are so demolish them. <laughs> the reason why the multi melters are so good, because in my, in my, uh, Raptors army back when mm-hmm. you would like Lias, I saw on deep strikes, you know, that's one of the reasons why it's so good. And I would take yeah. one unit of devastators with multi melters. For one, it scared the shit out of everybody. Everyone stayed right. the hell away from them. But the, the AP4 mm-hmm. is, it's amazing. So like when you're shooting at any vehicles or whatever, they just straight up do not get a save. Yeah. Uh, you're wounding almost everything on threes mm-hmm. uh, a night. You're wounding on a four. And then when you actually get into melter range, they're just devastating. Right. And that's why it might not be a bad idea to take a unit of aggressors yeah. um, as well as the, uh, the long things. Because you can come on in a turn, use the aggressors to clear out the chaff. Um, so that you, because people, generally speaking, with a castellan or a storm or a storm shadow or any kind of big thing, it's going to be bubble wrapped with a bunch of chaff. So you won't be able to get close enough. So you're going to want to come on, thin that out, bring long things on with the multi melts and just nuke them. Um, ask to park, okay. ask how many, yeah, you yeah, make a really good point, right. buddy. Ask to park, ask how many squads of last cannons you guys recommend for knights. Last cannons are not actually my best. I do not recommend using last cannons to try and kill knights at all. Uh, they're going to rotate mm-hmm. ion shields. They're going to go to a four up invul save. And you're not really going to, or a three up in Volsave. Usually a three up, yeah. And you're just really, the last cannons are not, like, I don't, I barely use last cannons at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're playing Space Marines, the or, or any Space Marines, Blood Angels, Dark Angels, the real secret ingredient is, like, Hellfire Rounds, Flak Missiles. You pop your Cherub, Agritus Vetus brings it up. Uh, according to the latest FAQ, let's say you have a Hellfire Round. You shoot it at a night, you pop your cherub, you're shooting twice, you use your signum, you're hitting on a two, probably re-rolling because your space rings, they re-roll everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you hit twice, you're doing two D3 mortal wounds. You can do that every turn if you have multiple little min-max devastator squads. So that's way better, mm-hmm. in, unless you're just dead lucky, right? That's consistently going to do more damage to a knight than um, a las cannon. Because the, the the knights get such a good invul save, especially if there's just the one knight. So just a unit of like five heavy bolters. Yeah, like to take you know take a shit ton of heavy bolters, and then yeah. you can just pop that strat, um, and that's going to consistently do more damage in the shooting phase. Now, take all that, throw it in the trash can. The way you kill knights is in melee, mm. like if you can get to them. If you can get to them, yeah. which you know if you have a smash captain or something like that, let's say you pop a couple you know mortal wounds on him and then a smash captain goes in he's almost guaranteed to kill it yeah. it's pretty easy to get him in there because he's maneuverable and a lot of like good players will make sure that you won't be able to get single models in combat with them but like the vast majority of people like myself are going to leave a just enough opening for your guy to just jump back in there and just mm. yeah and in the chat they're talking you're completely right yeah. uh, jason in the chat they're, they're reaffirming what you're saying mm. captain slam genius uh, rex knights i know everybody likes the bloody just captain because his offense is so good Space Wolves are going to be really good, too, because they have that hit on a two yeah. um, ability. Uh, they have some really good relics as well. I'm still a fan of good old-fashioned Smash Captain from the Adeptus Stardust because the Shield Eternal means he lasts twice as long right. in most instances. He's really durable. It's for the ladies. It's, he is. Maybe 
I, I just personally, I just really like him. And if you're using white scars, you can leave combat charge again. It's so good when you catch people off guard with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the, the space wolves have a lot of really cool um, relics as well. The wolf and stone is bananas. Uh, plus one attack for space wolves, infantry, biker, and cavalry within three inches when they make their attacks in the fight phase. The wolf and stone is so good. Yeah. Oh. It's, uh, a, good, it's a good codex. It's going to bring more variety to the tables, which is what we want. So we yeah, you mean more things, we right? See more variations of Astra Militarum knights and something. Yeah, because like the Wolfenstone, <laughs> like now we just, have another and something. Yeah, you you give sure. him the Wolfenstone, he's got five attacks. You yeah. know, hitting on twos, rerolling ones, and you can make all, all kinds of fun stuff. Right. And then the armor of rust is really good too. Units, enemy units within, um, choose one enemy unit within one inch. They swing last in the fight phase. That ability is so underrated. Yeah, always fight first, always swing last. Yep. People kind of gloss over them, but when you're actually playing the game, they're amazingly good. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, seriously. It's like yeah. sometimes you need to just have that. You're like, nope. Well, it's like at the tournament, the, at the tournament this past weekend, I was using Veil of Time, mm -hmm. which a lot of people kind of gloss over it. And I was like, oh, Veil of Time. And then I was like, wow, because once, once you're stuck in and you're fighting and like you're Smash Captain or whatever, mm -hmm. you're like, I get a free interrupt. Whoever I put cast this on, I get a free interrupt every turn. It saves me two CP and it disrupts my opponent completely. Yeah. Because then you can you can use that one strike after their first charging unit. You strike, they swing, and then you interrupt. Like you can totally screw over their fight phase. Yeah. Like those abilities are much better than people give them credit for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, axes of entropy. Again, everyone's saying the same thing. If you want to kill a knight, you go in mm -hmm. with a smash captain, wolf in thunder wolves, uh, something like that. Um, that is that's how you kill knights. You kill them with melee. And then, and then if you're lucky and you're a bad player like me, you've bubble wrapped them, but you've left the uh, the opening enough for the smash captain to get in to fight him. But then you have so much of your own bubble wrap around it, you can't leave combat. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So if you're a bad player, look out. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's that's another that's way. Right. <laughs> in the chat, yeah. they're, they're bringing up uh, uh, psychic powers is a really good way. Space Marines can deal with knights from range to you just hit them with mortal wounds. Yeah. Uh, and then it's CWWS, the World Eaters, not the World Eaters, it's the Corn Demon, Demon Prince with the uh, uh, Skull Taker Axe, if I'm, Skull Reaver Axe. Uh, with average dice, he kills a knight in one round of combat. Um, it's so awesome. Uh, mine was, killed four knights at the last tournament by himself. Yeah. Just nice. <laughs> so good. I was brought a smile to my face every single time it, it happened. Uh, and then last comment for the Space Wolves, and we'll show off some pictures, wrap up the show. Thank you guys for all the, the great questions. Yeah. My main man, Bjorn the Fellhanded, uh, very solid choice. He's, he's always good. He, he's, he's a solid good. choice, man. He's a character dreadnought. Yep. If you take him, he gives you bonus CP. He doesn't have to be your warlord. He's um, It's like a ton of bricks. He has feel no pain. He's yeah. BS weapon skill too. He hits extremely hard in combat. I like to run him with a double uh, last cannon. He's hitting yeah. on twos. Um, and you can't shoot him back. So I had him blow up. I think he blew up, he, he blew up both my knight... Um, Warglaves. When I played yeah. this last weekend, Wait, turn he's, one he blasted him with the last hand, blew it up. Next turn, the second one blew it up. <laughs> he's he's great because he's yeah. also a captain. He gives you a reroll once to hit aura, mm -hmm. um, and like again, you can't shoot him back. And right, he's, because he's able. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a character. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how? Because I was like trying to target him. And uh, the guy I was playing is like, oh no, he's a character. I'm like, he's over ten wounds, right? He's like, no, he's eight. I'm like, wow. And he's T eight also. Yeah. So like that, he like and his points I think are are, are just on. He's expensive, Why but is he's he eight wounds, wounds and he's a dreadnought. <laughs> All dreadnoughts are eight wounds. Yeah, but he's a character dreadnought. I know he Come should on. be nine, but whatever. Come on. Um, so well, if, even nine, you still can't target him. He should be nine. 
But he's, I think he's good enough. Nine would have been a nice troll. Yeah. yeah. Like Yemen. 9.5 wounds. Yeah. The only yeah. model in the game. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you're out there, if you're like me and you like Dreadnoughts and Bjorn. He's really good. Is my favorite Space Wolf character. And then use the old model, so he's really small. Well, no, they have a new one. He's, he's, he's the, the same old, size. The old metal one is. He's a little stubby. He's, well, he's the metal Dreadnought size, the old one. But um, he hits really, really hard in combat too. So, <clears> if you, you know, if you like me and you love Bjorn, give him a look. Um, I does he still, still buff surrounding units? Reroll wants to hit. Nice. Yep. Yeah. He, if you sit back with long things, put him there. He just and then he's good in combat. He'll kick the <laughs> shit out of a knight. <laughs> yes. So, you know, he's really good. We strength twelve, AP four, D six damage a hit. So he'd be hitting on twos, rerolling ones, wounding on threes, rerolling all he wounds. He can heroically intervene, right? Yeah. Six he's a character. <laughs> He's really good. Take so, him. for those of you out there who I uh, love, love uh, Old Bjorn, take he's, heart. He's fluffy, he's but he's also really good. I think he's good, yeah. yeah. All right. So, let's take a look at some recently completed commissions from the FLG Paint Studio. Uh, we do have a full service paint studio for those of you who are not aware, and we are constantly taking new commissions. We are. Check out this lovely Tau Commander, fully magnetized. Yeah, this is a cool one. This was a um, this tabletop plus, you know. Um, this is a guy who wanted just a couple models painted. So he got like, he bought like the starter set and he got like one of the, the crisis suits, a couple of the fire wars painted because he wanted to see how it would look with a paint scheme. Very happy. He's going to be coming back to finish his whole army with us. I think it looks awesome. Came out amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. really simple, but the OSL and the airbrush work is just makes it pop. I was just thinking the other day, man, like this makes me want, I want to do a towel army in this whole scheme. I need to paint my damn towel army. It's it just looks cool. Frankie took a bunch of my models to the RTT. And he was like, Sniper drones are amazing. I have a Frankie ton of and his like, and most of his army were drones. He has, he's like, Sniper drones are incredibly good. I was like, yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they, they are. are. I watched them just demolish Dem this guy. Poor yeah. guy. Uh, uh, and this is a Celestine, really interesting uh, Celestine commission. Custom, very different. Custom paint scheme. Uh, again, Tabletop Plus. It seems that we're getting a lot of those lately. Um, and yeah, it's custom paint scheme. It's uh, Celestine and her two uh, Gemini um, captains, whatever they are. The, her little, uh, little minions to go around. Yeah. yeah. I just love it. I love the skunk hairdos. I love uh, <laughs> Cruella Deville. I wish people would bring them back. Well, I think now that skunk with the changes hairdos. to the ITC missions, yeah. uh, Celestine kind of fell out of favor a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, because she doesn't give up so many points, I have a feeling they're going to come back in force, and you're going to have to start thinking about she's still really how to, oh, she's good. so ridiculously good. Most e annoying unit, easily one of the best game. units in the game. That's without that, question. She's the one where bad players leave openings, and she just gets in. She and wins ties the game. Like, yeah. Oh. Celestine is easily one of the best units in yeah, the game. And I, they're going to be coming back, I think. I just I love the the color transitions on this. I mean, yeah. look at the different the, the wings. I mean, it goes from from light to dark across the entire model, from yellow to uh, to a, a deep orange. I just yeah. It's a, a gorgeous paint team. I like the green armor too. I didn't think I would, but again, this is uh, one of my favorite Arsenal team. I just always love his stuff. It's just so clean. The, the lines are crisp. It's just what I'm looking for when I get my models painted. So, if you guys are interested. Hit us up, painting at Frontline Gaming. Uh, no, that's the... Uh, painting at FrontlineGaming.org if you right want to quote. But check yeah. out the website, flgpaintstudio.com. Yes, for our... Uh, it kind of goes into details on uh, how to get a quote. Um, yeah. And then we'll answer well, a couple quick questions, and then we will sign off, baby. Uh, Wolf Priest Carl, yes, Bjorn <laughs> with heroic intervention. Six inches is amazing. Uh, Don, I've already hit that saga today. How greet us, Vetus. <laughs> I have not gotten salty in a game in a long time. Last time was with Jeff, and that was too much. I think I got all the salt out of me. Um, take five gym selfies today. Jason, if you're friends on Facebook, you get a lot of shirtless uh, bathroom no, selfies. not so much recently shirtless. <laughs>
Hey, you know what? Some people are interested in watching progression. And then we had a couple stash questions, which is... Uh, <laughs> Reese, six inches is amazing, Robin. It is. That's true. That's, that's, that's a true story. That's above average. Six inch heroic right intervention is amazing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's above average. Uh, Bjorn's never-ending nightmare. Not you. Uh, any points changes? Uh, there's quite a few. I can't remember them off the top of my head. Uh, Axel Ventry, thank you. We're glad you enjoyed the stream. And that's a good one to end on. So... All right, everybody, we will not be broadcasting next week because we're all going to be at the Nova Open, but yep. we will be back on September 5th. So make sure to tune in, say what's up. Please make sure to watch the Nova stream, mm -hmm. lend your support. Again, the better we do on this stream, right. the, more we, the more doors that mm -hmm. open for the future of really pro broadcasting of 40K events, mm -hmm. Age of Sigmar events, Shadespire, all that stuff. So... Tune in. Please, share. please tune in. Share please tell Facebook, people. Yeah, all that good stuff. go on the forums. Let people know. Mm -hmm. It's this Have your is, mom this and dad big. watch it. This is big. This is important. Yeah. We want to do a good job. So. Email email the link to your mom. Yeah, tell them just to turn it on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you in two weeks and on the Nova Stream. Right. Cheers.